0: Om Namo welcome back. I want to do a little political rant today. Basically, on the stupidity of Americans. Left and right, smart and dumb. On the genius on some level of our media propaganda machine. And a little bit on Donald Trump. But this really has nothing to do with him when we see the forest for the trees. Which a lot of people don't because they're so caught up in their emotions and whatever. But when we step back... Life is sort of funny <laughs> and sad. So this is a funny and sad political rant. Before I dive into this, this isn't live. This live show today is pre-recorded. I'm sitting here, it's a Saturday afternoon and I'm taking a break from my live show and I'm recording some of the Ramayana, which is going up on my Bitshoot and YouTube. And I was watching some videos earlier on YouTube And then I also had something I had written up, and yeah, my mind was just stuck here. So I decided to do a a non-live live show. I don't have my full system set up for doing live. That's essentially what it is. So Trump is like Hitler. Trump is Hitler. He's the reincarnation. Trump is worse than Hitler. How many times have you heard that? Seriously, how many times have you heard that? And sometimes you're just like, really? Again, we're doing this again. And other times you're like, well, you know, I could see, you know, people have tried to make comparisons between Trump and Hitler and whatever. It's not true. Well, let me rephrase this. Often what we have with this Trump is like Hitler is then a discussion of, well, Trump is the worst dictator ever, or he's such a horrible dictator, or he's the worst leader, he's always the worst. They just released a poll that said he was the worst president ever. Interestingly enough, W was the worst, and James Buchanan has been the worst. And these liberal academic professors have, coincidentally enough, declared Trump the worst. What a what a coincidence! Liberal professors declaring Trump the worst. What are the chances? And and he's always the worst. He's always whatever. But this isn't true. Okay, it's, it's really not true. It is a game to brainwash you into basically not voting for him and to live in fear. And if you live in fear, you won't vote for him. Okay. So saying Trump is worse than Hitler or even is it like Hitler
1: is a stupid statement.
0: And it's insulting to Jews and it's insulting to the Holocaust because there is no Holocaust going on right now. And you can't say, well, there's an existential killing of trans people. Okay, maybe you can, but please show me the numbers, show me how many have died because of him. You can't. So, it's not the same. To say someone might die someday versus how many people were gassed is not the same. I don't want to talk about the ignorance of this statement. Anyone who uses this statement, left or right. Any comparison between Trump and Hitler, that person for me is really ignorant. And I don't care if they have a PhD. I don't care if they're a computer programmer. I don't care who they are. They are ignorant and insulting to Jews and likely they hate Jews. Because it is just a horrible, horrible comparison that you really cannot do. You can't do that and still have any ethical soul inside of you. You really can't. You can't compare and say Trump is bad just because you want him to and take really bad events and downplay them. That is just bad intellectualism. So, saying we have people saying this, and then we also have the media saying this. Now when the media does it, they have a lack of intellectualism going on too, but they're playing a little game with you. They are trying to just make you fear, as I said. They're just trying to get you afraid
1: Because when we hear the word Hitler, we,
0: ah, scream in fear. When you heard the Nazi, ah, we scream in fear. They know that. They know if they keep saying it, we'll, ah, scream in fear. The media is playing a game with us. They are actually manipulating us, and they know they're manipulating us. They know how dumb we are. And how easily manipulated we are. And they know that we don't really care about the Holocaust. None of us were there. The ones who were pretty much dead, so it didn't impact our lives. We don't care. And those lives who were impacted, my parents, my dad was born in 44, my mom in 49, they're old. They're out of touch. They don't know how to use their phones, so they don't matter. We don't care about our seniors or our elderly because we can't brainwash them, so they don't matter. So, most people really don't care about the Holocaust. I don't think they do. Unless you've gone to Poland, which I have, I don't think it really impacts you. Remember during World War II, which country came out the best? Us. But yet, in England, they were suffering. I just was watching Atonement the other day. Oh my gosh. And you forget how much every place else in the world suffered. Not in America. Easy for us to forget. I think there's also a lot of Jewish hatred out there, so to say something that's insulting the Jews, that's okay, because, oh, well, you know, they're so successful. No, you're just jealous of them. I've talked about this before on this channel. Here's why the media is almost genius, as I said at the beginning, why they know what they're doing, because most historians of anything worth their weight will tell you when it comes to the worst dictators in history, the worst top two names, and they kind of move back and forth, depending on who you're talking to and how you look at it, are Pol Pot and Chairman Mao Zedong. Thing is, is that Nazi Germany was a very short amount of time, and it was very brutal, and we all learn about it because it was just this destruction of Europe and, and, and Jews. But Pol Pot and what he did in Cambodia, I'm willing to bet most people can't even find Cambodia on a map. Chairman Mao, we know, rang China. Now, what did he do? Anyone? We don't really know. Because I don't think, from my own experience, we learn much about Asia. We don't learn any Asian history. Couldn't tell you much about Africa other than the slaves came from there. There's whole worlds in Africa, whole cultures. We didn't really learn much about any of them. Asia is just all lumped in. That's why I kind of talk like Pol Pot. No, it's just like whatever you could just name the King of Siam and it's just Asia we just look it it's just Asia we don't learn about all the different cultures and I lived in Japan for three years trust me there is a large difference between the Japanese and the Chinese or the Chinese and the South Koreans and the South Koreans and the North Koreans and the the North Koreans with the Cambodians and the Cambodians with the Indonesians there is a large difference culturally between all of them, as much as there is a difference between someone in Seattle and someone uh, in, in Houston, Texas. But nope, we just lump. it. It's just Asia. We know where the Great Wall is. We know they all eat with chopsticks. They don't even look alike, honestly. But we don't learn that. And Chairman Mao we may learn in high school, but no one's really paying attention in high school history. So, if you ask your average American, do it right now on the street. I'll, I'll dare you. Tell me about Pol Pot, they're just gonna look at you. Tell me about Chairman Mao, they're just gonna look at you. They'll be like, I don't know. Tell me about Hitler. Oh, well, And if you say to him, are you afraid of Nazis? Yes, I am. Are you afraid of Pol Pot's legacy? Uh, I, I I don't know, dude. Pol Pot, I smoke marijuana. Is that Pol Pot? Pulled pork? No one is afraid of Chairman Mao's legacy. But the thing is, is, we are all afraid of Nazi Germany because we learn about that. And now the media is shoving it in our faces all the time. Oh, Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. We learn nothing about Pol Pot in Asia. But if Trump is truly the worst dictator in the world, wouldn't he be worse than Pol Pot? Wouldn't he be like a Chairman Mao?
1: Think about that.
0: If Trump is the worst of the worst of the worst, Satan reincarnate, Antichrist, everything you can name, he is it. Shouldn't we be saying, Trump is like Chairman Mao. Trump is Pol Pot reincarnated. Oh, my God, can we compare Pol Pot to Trump? Let's look at all the ways. Let's compare Chairman Mao to all the ways Trump. And then, you know, oh, my God, it's like the same person. You know, every day, he uh, Trump quotes Chairman Mao. We never hear that. No, no, it's every day he quotes Mein Kampf. Every day he quotes Hitler. Most of us have never read Mein Kampf. Most of us wouldn't know Hitler quote if we had it fall on us. I'm willing to bet money. You see channels that go up to conservatives. Here's a here's a Trump quote, and, and it's actually from Hitler. And oh, look at the stupid conservatives. And you see conservative channels do that to liberals. Trust me, no one knows a, Trump, a Hitler quote. We know even less Chairman Mao quotes. The media knows that we are basically... Dumb. We don't know history of Asia. We don't know the really bad things of history. But we don't. And the media knows we're dumb. Thus, they have trumped out like Hitler, like Hitler, because that's what we know about. Can't name anyone else in, in Europe, but we can name him. Some people say that Mussolini was worse. But you never hear that talked about. And it's interesting, because supposedly conservatives are the new fascists. But yet you never, 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 never hear anyone say, you know, Trump and Mussolini, it's just like we're doing it all over again. God, it's Italy all over again. Oh, my God. Italy in the 1950s. Here we go. Ask anyone what Italy was like in the 1950s. They'll kind of look at you and go, I don't know. Did they have TV? Most people don't know what Mussolini was like. They have no clue. We kinda have weird definitions of fascism and it depends on what side of the aisle you're on. Definitions change these days. Fascism literally has multiple definitions now depending upon who you wanna condemn. But technically, if the conservatives are fascists, shouldn't we be saying the conservatives are the new Mussolini, you know, followers? We're all Mussolini. Shouldn't we all have posters of Mussolini up in our room? Not Trump, but Mussolini? Shouldn't we say Trump is quoting Mussolini on a daily basis? Oh, a pasta for Julie. <laughs> I don't speak Italian. But we don't. Americans are dumb. They know what can stir up fear. They know Hitler stirs up fear. They know Mussolini, eh, not so much. No one's going to riot. No one's going to scream and shout. No one's going to want to change laws when they hear, Mussolini. It's not going to happen. No more than you are about to protest if I said to you, Trump is like Saint Istvan. Now, what are you going to do about it? What do we we can't we can't we can't let Saint Istvan happen, can we? Can we? Who knows who Saint Istvan is? Well, technically it's not saint, but I don't know the word santos. I don't know. I don't know what the saint word is in Hungarian, and it's Istvan translate to, to Saint Stephen. So I should say who is Saint Stephen? And does make you afraid to think that Trump might be St. Stephen? Are you running in fear? What are you doing to stop St. Stephen? Let <laughs> me tell you who St. Stephen is. He's the first um, emperor of Hungary. And he basically brought Christianity to the country. Um, his his uh, crown is in the parliament building. I didn't see it when I lived in Hungary for a year and studied their history, but I read that the crown is in the parliament building and is considered a living entity. Now, some have say that it's not actually the original crown. They've replaced it, whatever, but it's a living entity. That's how huge he is. When you go into the Basilica, where I used to go and pray a lot, you see Jesus up here, and then you turn to a little side area and in the the Catholic Church, and there's St. Stephen, (laughs) which is very, very sacrilegious. So, you know, with all these liberals saying, well, you know, conservatives all think that, you know, um, uh, Trump is is an idol and he's gonna bring Christianity to the nation. Shouldn't we then be proclaiming, stop St. Istvan? We can't let St. Istvan happen? But we don't, because it's meaningless. It's literally meaningless. It would be about as, it would be like if I just started speaking Latin or Esperanto or just for the rest of the video. It would be gibberish. It means nothing. But if I said he's Hitler, ah, we run and hide. Think about that. The media knows this. And that's Joe Biden's campaign tactic to get reelected is to tell us how bad he is. Like Hitler, he's worse. He's worse than Hitler. But he's not bad as Pol Pot, and he's not as bad as Mao, and he's not as bad as Ishvan, who actually wasn't that bad. But the media knows this. They know what we generally all know. We all know about Hitler. Very few of us know about St. Ishvan. So this whole Trump is Hitler is BS. You see, if it was an honest evaluation of Trump, we wouldn't say Hitler. But we have to say Hitler. Think about, think about this and you can, you can, oh, well, you know, whatever you want down below. I, I think, though, anyone who watches this channel, you kind of know where I'm coming from. And you're probably in agreement with me. But, but consider this. If Trump is the worst, then he's not like Hitler. Not in the least. So really, he's not the worst. It's just them fear-mongering us. Fear-mongering us knowing we're ignorant. Smart people in the country are ignorant. Dumb people are ignorant. I've seen very smart liberals with master's degrees and doctorates talk about how he's Hitler. He's the worst dictator ever. Really? You have a PhD and you don't know basic history? Hmm. Did you really come to this conclusion on your own? Or are you just fear mongering what you heard on CNN and MSNBC and whatever else? I see people all the time, well, I came to this conclusion on my own. Really? Well, you sound like everybody else. So what a coincidence that you and 300 media stations all happen to come to the same conclusion. <laughs> it's kind of like I had a a woman tell me some years ago, we were ranting on religion on a Facebook page. And she goes, I knew everything about the Bible by the time I was five years old and had figured out the Trinity. I said, really you figured out the Trinity, something that's non-biblical. Oh, wow, well, it's in the Bible, and I knew that. I I knew everything about that book, and I'd figured it out. And I said, No, you didn't. You had someone tell you about this. And she goes, Nope, no, never told me about it. And I said, So you just coincidentally figured out an entire theological position that is key, a key proponent of your religion without anyone ever mentioning it to you in any way shape, or form, And it's not really in the Bible. It's an interpretive thing in the Bible. You know, yes, we, we have Trinity in there, but what's wrapped up in that Trinity has been developed post Bible canon writing. You figured all this out and you are 100% agreement with 2000 years of history, along with every single major theologian out there, pure coincidence. By five years old, you could barely write or read, but you happen to have a theological theory that is absolutely in alignment with everyone else, and you never heard a single word about it mentioned, ever. I laughed at that person. I literally was like, you are off your rocker. You are so off your rocker. You just, I don't know what rocker you're on. I don't know what you're on. Maybe you're on the floor. You're on the ceiling. If, if If a Christian said it to you, you'd laugh at them, right? Wouldn't you? You'd be like, Oh my God, that's so foolish. That is so foolish to think that you created a theology that has been created before you (laughs) all on your own with no outside information and you're completely in alignment. That's impossible. We laugh at that, but yet we don't laugh when PhD holders say Trump is like Hitler and here's the comparisons. He's the worst dictator ever. Uh, because you see, we kind of want to agree with them or it sounds right. It sounds a little better. But we should laugh at them, like we laugh at the Christians. You know what I mean? We really should, if we're rational, intellectual, but we're not, we're all dumb. (sighs) Sorry to say it. There's another example that I want to pull up that really made me aware of this. It's uh, Tulsi Gabbard. She went to India and met with Modi. Great. Modi, though, is sort of the head representative, whatever you, I don't know what you want to call him, of the Hindutva movement, which is basically trying to make Hinduism the national religion of India. It is a violent movement. I'm not condemning the movement. I'm not giving my opinion on the movement, but it is violent, and I don't really like violence. I, I say that's the last thing we need to do. Uh... But he is the head of this movement, and it's a huge thing in India that the rest of the world knows nothing about. (laughs) And she met with him. And some say that that was a way for him to get into America, and also it was a way of America giving him clout. Okay, I'm meeting with this great person from America. Everyone loves Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, for so many reasons, she's smart, she's well-spoken, she's freaking hot, you know. There's just, you can list the, there's lots of reasons to like her. She's the complete package that you could want in a politician. And so it gives Modi clout, it gives her clout, and it didn't really get so far in the American media. Now here's the catch. Tulsi Gabbard went and saw Modi. It didn't go very far. Then a little bit later, um, at some point, um, Hillary Clinton declared, That there was a secret agent, and guess who it was? It was Tulsi Gabbard, and she's a secret agent for Russia.
1: Run in fear!
0: Tulsi is going to take over the world and sell it to Putin. But there's really zero evidence of that. There is less than zero evidence that she has anything to do with Russia. There's tons of evidence she has something to do with Modi. But if you put on the head of the New York Times, Tulsi Gabbard is a Modi agent, she's not. But if that was the headline, how many people would run in fear? They'd be like, Modi? Is that a misspelling? Is it Mo-D-E? What does this mean? Modi? Modi, is that a type of agent? They have no idea what that is. Tulsi Gabbard wants America to be a part of Hindutva movement. Well, what's that? Really? We have no clue which, which that word means. No one would care. But to say she's a Russian agent, run in fear, run in fear. We've been trained. The media has trained us to hate Russia, and we've also been hating Russia for decades, so it comes easy. I've literally asked people, friends of mine, who are very smart, and I go, what do you think of Modi? And they're like, who and I go, well, he's the Prime Minister of India. And i go, like, oh, I've seen him in the news. Really, what do you think of the Hindutva movement? And they go, You no, know nothing about it. No, nothing about this huge movement that's pushing and pulling India into all these directions, which is just involved in everything from gay rights to women's rights to the movement in the country to industrialization. You know nothing about this in a country which is our, what, second or first most populated country in the world? You know nothing about this? Nope. No. Oh, but, you know, uh, Tulsi might be a Russian agent. Oh, well, you know, yeah, she might be. Yep, that could be true, could be true, could be true. <laughs> we're dumb. We don't know anything. If we did, newspapers would be saying Tulsi Gabbard is agent of Modi, and we'd all be going, oh, no, we're all going to be Hindus now. <laughs> or whatever. Or, oh, no, we hate Muslims now, or whatever. And so then when the Trump is Hitler stuff, whatever, came up, I'm like, yeah, it's the same thing. They just go for what they know we know and then ignore the fact that we're clueless and we don't ask questions. And we just swallow it. Yep, he's like Hitler. And I've seen so many people say that in my friend circle. Oh, he's like he's horrible. Can you can you tell me why? And then we have people who bring up, you know, history and they try to show it. But really, if he's the worst, they'll try to compare America to the killing fields, right? Or they'll compare us to Chairman Mao. Of course, they won't do that because China owns like 19% of the country officially, if not more. So they'll never let us technically do that. That would be horrible. I've done it. This channel is totally destroyed now. (laughs) But think about this for a second. They're playing on our ignorance. They know it. We swallow that ignorance, we swallow their propaganda, and then we regurgitate it. And then we think we're right. But if we actually had to explain to somebody how Hitler and Trump are alike, and a little bit money, we couldn't. And they know we live in fear from so many things, because living in fear is something Americans and actually people in general do very well. <laughs> and we're so stuck in our hands and we're so afraid of everything. We now live in an age of snowflakes, where everyone's just in fear of everything, their own thoughts. And the media knows this. I think the media is horrible and corrupt. And I say that as someone who worked for a daily Gannett newspaper in the newsroom for three years. Didn't used to be like this, but it is now. It's horribly corrupt. And it's not just the left or the right. But on some level, they might be horribly corrupt, and they might be lacking in ethics but they know what their job is. And the media, I think their job is to uh, you know, make us live in fear and vote certain ways. And uh, I will just say that comes from um, Ralph Nader, his book Crashing the Party from 2001, where he talks about the 2000 election. He goes, yeah, the, the government and the media are just like pff, sister and brother, or, or twins, actually. They're just totally tied in. And I like to say the media is the... Um, um, uh, sixth branch of the American government the fourth and f- we know what the first three are and then the fourth and fifth are actually big pharma big corporations they run the government and then the media is their arm I like to say that all the time and I will just refer you to Ralph Nader's book and I think Ralph Nader a pretty honest guy so if he says the media is corrupt I'm gonna go with him and I've seen this in other things too that's where I get my statement from really Think about that. When you look at your media, whatever it is, wherever you are, what are they doing? And ask yourself questions. Just ask a question. Oh, he's the worst dictator. Is that true? All you have to do is, I say this with our religious talks that we do here. Is that true? Ask yourself that question all the time. Jhana Yoga, asking questions constantly. Is this true? Is this true? To get to the truth. It's just like Janna Yoga. And that's where we can take these religious lessons and turn them into politics. So anyways, and yeah, there we go. Since this is actually a religious channel, there's my little religious aspect to this. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining me in this rant. (laughs) Um, It just, it boggles my mind sometimes, the stuff I see in the the media. I laugh at it. I laugh at both sides. And I'm open to say which side I'm on, but I laugh at both sides. And sort of the lack of self-awareness... It's, it's, it's pretty huge on both sides. We are all at fault for that, and we're never gonna get along until we become more self-aware. But as long as we have the media feeding us crap, I don't think we'll ever get along. So, that's my rant for today on why Hitler and, and Trump are not the same, and how we're all dumb. <laughs> but we can, we can train ourselves to not be. Like a yogi in the wilderness getting hit by some bad theology, we can go, nope, nope, homie, don't play that. Not in my house. So that'll just say, thank you for joining me. (laughs) Hope you and you enjoyed this. Jai Sri Krishna.